and then bhagwan started explaining about the need need for the spirit of sacrifice sacrifice tyaga is very very necessary bhagwan said whatever you do for your name and fame it is not sacrifice no further he said if you go on giving to others you will get more and more from god learn to give so that god will give you that's what bhagwan said but if you don't give if you amass if you hide if you keep it yourself nothing will grow nothing will grow if you start distributing and sharing everything will grow that's what bhagwan has said and further swami said having been born as a good as a human being lead your life in such a way as to be called that you are a good man live to be good live to get a good name in society that's what bhagwan has said but today how is our life many people say in front of you are good behind you they will not have same feeling so people sh- should say you are good in front of you and also in your back meaning you should be perfect in every possible way and now bhagwan started telling a simple story swami is life so artificial i asked is life so artificial swami said yes i see so can i be successful in leading an artificial life swami said no because your artificial nature cannot continue throughout one time or other your natural quality will come out one time or other and here bhagwan described a small story to explain that point any person while in sad situation in bad condition he will come out of truth the truth will come out of him when he is under trial when his life is at stake the truth will come out of him and swami gave this uh, story it seems a great there was a great scholar who can speak excellently on narayana and lord shiva excellently you cannot say whether he is a devotee of narayana or shiva supposing if he speaks of christ if he speaks of rama excellently how can you decide whether he is a christian or a hindu impossible similarly this scholar is speaking in a very high way about narayana and lord shiva people did not understand whose devotee he is a lady was very clever she brought an iron rod 
kept it in the fire heated it and branded him on his back then that fellow shouted abba narayana 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 so everybody could know he is a devotee of narayana so the truth will come out when the life is in danger when you are in difficulty that's what swami said and then swami started inquiring about boys he called warden to come close to him and said warden how are the boys swami they are fine how about food very good swami hmm good how are they how is the food the warden said swami they eat well baga tintunaru tintunaru eat well swami said tintam kaadu not eating untam life is important baga untunaru they are well tell me that they are very good rather telling me that they they are eating nicely i don't want it i want to report from you they are very good there here there are two words tintam meaning eating untam living so they should live well not simply eat well that's what he said oh there was peals of laughter then suddenly swami started speaking in italian language italian amere amere something like that well then suddenly swami started speaking in italian language italian amere amere something like that one word he used amore ah amore amore well swami the italian italian oh then i was looking at you he said you know what amore i don't know swami it means you like it you like it oh i say swami then i could understand there is no language that is not known to him he knows all the languages well we were very much surprised and then he started making uh, making fun of one boy who does not know telugu he called that boy from bihar and a boy you know what is kanti 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 is a telugu word that boy does not know telugu somebody is eh swami said tell tell what somehow he said swami kanti is light correct answer oh then swami said you know kanta who, who is kanta the fellow did not know then he said swami the giver of light is kanta everybody laughed kanta means woman <laughs> oh everybody laughed that's how swami cuts joke and enjoys makes everybody laugh and then warden said swami your love is infinite your love is infinite your love is so deep like an ocean it is so vast 
That's what Warden said. You know what, Baba? Your love is infinite. Your love is so deep like an ocean. It is so vast. That's what Warden said. You know what Baba said in reply? Yes. But I am ready to give you that infinite love. And there are none to receive it. There are none to receive the infinite love from my hands. What can I do? I am ready to give it. That's what Bhagavan has said. Then, Swami, one question, please, please. Ah, come on, come on. What is that question? Swami, today, when God is present in the form of avatar, incarnation, why are we not able to realize and work for liberation. Why? We are contemporary avatar. Yes. But yet, why are we not liberated? Why? Liberation is not given to everybody. Why? These answer Baba said. Many participate in running race. But only one fellow stands first in the running race. So you may be my contemporaries, but one may attain liberation. Not all, as in a running race. This is what is said in Bhagavad Gita. Swami gave this example of running race. Bhagavad Gita said long ago, out of millions and millions and millions, billions of people, Few people are interested in God. Out of those few people, very few people are interested in liberation. Out of very few people who are interested in liberation, only handful may attain liberation. Only handful may attain liberation. So similarly, while we are happy being the contemporaries of Avatar, we should also know whether we are deserving liberation or not. And I should also give you one example given by Shirdi Sai. What did he say? Shirdi Sai said, A mango tree has so many flowers. Every flower will not develop into a fruit. So many flowers fall down. Only few flowers develop into fruits. Similarly, most of you people may come here, but only few attain liberation. That's what he said. So having said what happened in the month of May 2001, now I pass on to June 2001. Swami, this is the question. What is the difference between the mind and heart? Then Swami said, It is not the physical heart. It is the spiritual heart which is important. 
and the difference between the spiritual heart and the mind is this mind is wavering while the spiritual heart is steady the physical heart is present on the left side the spiritual heart is present throughout throughout the body and bhagwan said the spiritual heart should be and is steady while the human mind is wavering it shakes then i said swami i don't understand spiritual heart being steady spiritual heart being on the right side the physical heart being on the left side i don't understand please then swami said values like truth love sacrifice tolerance forbearance patience they are all born in your heart intelligence logic sciences humanities all knowledge of the world they are all contained in the head in the mind then swami all right but i pray with my mind i am praying with my mind what shall i do i think you with my mind what shall i do i think you with my mind i am praying with my mind what shall i do i think you all follow me i think you all follow me am i right bhagwan said heart is important but we pray with our mind what shall i do bhagwan gave this answer please note this it is very important for all sai devotees or devotees of any religion for that matter whatever you do with your mind is going to give you satisfaction which is temporary satisfaction is the result of all efforts that you do with your mind but if you do it wholeheartedly pray wholeheartedly with all your heart you will be successful it gives you permanent bliss unlike the happiness and the satisfaction of the mind which are temporary that's what bhagwan has said but still my mind is not free from doubt my mind is not able to receive what all bhagwan is telling and i said swami please permit me to put another question we often say he has a good mind and his is a bad mind what is the difference between a good mind and a bad mind see that bhagwan gave beautiful answer what he said was mind is like water which is 
steady, which is steady. And on the surface of the water, you find waves, ripples on the surface of the water. They are your feelings. The feelings decide whether it is a good mind or a bad mind. If the feelings are bad, it is a bad mind. If the feelings are good, it is a good mind. To repeat once again, mind is the water, the ripples and the waves on the surface represent waves or the feelings. That's what Bhagavan has said. Then I thought, I am little intelligent. <laughs> A feeling started in me that I know some philosophy. I wanted to exhibit it. Swami, I have one doubt. Yes, what is it? Swami, in deep sleep, where is the mind? In deep sleep, where is the mind? Baba said, mind is there in calmness. Mind is there in stillness. Mind is there equanimous. Mind is passive. Mind is silent in deep sleep state. Not that mind is absent. Not that mind runs away. No. It is passive. It is silent. It is in the neutral state. This interpretation I have not heard before. Very good. Swami, alright. Somehow I got my mind whether it is artificial or natural, good mind or bad mind, whether it is passive in deep sleep or active in the waking state, somehow the mind is really making me a monkey of it. Now I have got one doubt. My mind is running everywhere. It is wavering. What shall I do? What shall I do? Baba said, let your mind run, but you do not run after your mind. Oh, I see. How? How? Baba said, child will go on playing everywhere, but will return to mother. Child will be playing here and there, but will come back to mother. Similarly, Mind is the child. Let this the mind, the child, play everywhere, go. It will come back to you. But if you also run after the mind, well, you are lost completely. That's what beautiful example Bhagavan said. And finally he said, mind is not independent. Please understand. Mind is not independent. Oh, I see, I don't know that. I think that I am controlled by my mind. No. Swami said, mind is not independent. You are the master of your mind. Mind is not your master. You are the master of your mind. That's what Bhagavan has said. And finally he said, mind is only an instrument 
while you are the master it depends on you how to control your mind and bhagwan said the same mind can be used to attain liberation and the same mind can take you to bondage swami same mind takes me yes how baba said if you turn the key if you turn the key towards the left side the lock closes if you turn the key towards the right side it opens same key turning difference similarly if the mind is turned towards the world it is bondage locked if the key is turned towards god the mind towards god the the lock opens that is the liberation so the same key difference in the turning so is it world side or god side same thing swami what a wonderful example now i understand swami it's all right you tell me that i should not follow the mind that mind should follow me then who am i you follow me then baba said above the mind there's buddhi or intellect above the mind there's buddhi or intellect intellect is a decision making part in the human personality intellect judges intellect decides therefore intellect is powerful to discriminate so what should you do now let the intellect decide what is decided by the intellect may be thought by the mind whatever that is thought over by the mind be enacted by the senses am i clear whatever father says mother should understand whatever mother conveys children should follow am i clear father is intellect mother is the mind children are the senses and speak of an ideal family <laughs> i am not speaking of the modern family i am sorry because mother will say thank you to father and father will never say to the mother and children are not there in the house they are busy outside but i am speaking of a traditional good family where children obey the mother where mother obeys the father a typical family similarly the intellect should decide having discriminated and the mind should take instruction from the intellect and the mind should think and pass on to the senses to act that's what bhagwan has said